The Solid 7 Podcast is a proud affiliate of GoRuck. GoRuck designs and builds the toughest gear on the planet, including footwear, apparel, and rucks. Oh, a backpack. Like a backpack, if backpacks were made to last under the toughest conditions in the world. Mm. Everything they make is backed by their Scars Lifetime Guarantee and is tested and proven over and over and over again at GoRuck's events held all over the world and led by current and former Special Forces combat veterans. The GoRuck brand stands for Building Better Americans, the Special Forces way of life, and a life-or-death approach to building the world's toughest gear. Visit Solid7Podcast.com and click on the GoRuck link to learn more about their gear and events, and a portion of every purchase and event registration that you make will go to support us here at the Solid 7 Podcast. Hello, world, and uh, welcome. Hello. To a solid seven podcast. We are a better than average podcast. <sighs> but just barely. For now. For now. <laughs> we're, not a, we're not a show about nothing. This isn't Seinfeld, but we're also not a show about any one thing. Each week, we like to get together and talk about whatever's going on in the world that interests us, and we invite you, the listener, to join us in that fun more often than not, and way more often going forward, we, <laughs> we invite a guest to come along, and uh, this episode is no different as we welcome back great friend of the pod, though his Patreon support has lapsed. Whoa. Mr. Jonathan Reyes. Whoa. Hi, guys. Welcome hello, back, buddy. Hello, hello. Hi, welcome everybody. Back. Hey, listen, that's an expired card that I never updated, and I can't believe I still haven't. What's How, I, well, I, I, thought, I can't believe it either. No, but I thought you texted me about that. I did. I did. That's, and I didn't fix it? That's what makes it even <laughs> more curious. I'm even not more, surprised at all. Well, I've missed a few episodes. Even more curious. Of that the uh, Three or four at this point. We'll get yeah. ready to miss several more. <laughs> oh, what the? <laughs> uh, I'm going to watch so, this even more. Um, uh, special, special occasion tonight. Little, little, little sad. A little behind the scenes baseball recording earlier in the evening than we normally do. So you may be subject to a little more background noise than usual because we're recording earlier. Uh, the kids aren't in bed yet. Josh's dog is running around here somewhere. There's just more potential for background noise but correct you know what it's not like we've exactly been a real spit and polished podcast anyways that's just real life sometimes just the barely. sometimes the dog barks sometimes the kids yell that's life she's not much of a barker i mean i literally heard her like three minutes ago <laughs> she did yeah what'd she mm-hmm. bark at it could have been the neighbor's dog the neighbor has a big dog she <laughs> hardly barks it's weird i mean i'm not mad at it at all but she's only know. a year and a half though so only a year and a half long road ahead but tonight's a little bit of a different situation oh boy because tonight we're we're saying goodbye to our good buddy Josh Oh, dang it. I was trying to cue up a song. Oh, what I was going to say if there was ever <laughs> that, a time to fire off some type of yeah, sound Okay, say that one more time, Kill. <laughs> and he misses it. Sorry. Uh you just want to practice it? Yeah, no, you do okay. it again. Do it again. Because <laughs> tonight we're saying farewell to our good buddy, Josh. One last time, the people will hear from me one last time. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, it was okay. It's yeah. not like our episodes okay. are monetized anyway. So. Hey, yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. See ya. All right. That's it. We're done. We're going <clears> to <throat> press record again. No, it's recording. It's recording. Is it? Yeah. Oh, you had the channel muted. Yeah, the channel was muted. Not the. That, man, I'm gonna me. miss you. <laughs> <Dude. laughs> 
Welcome to the South Side Podcast. Oh my god! By the way, that would have been three episodes in so, a row that, that you I'm were on, on that, that we, we needed forget. to re-record. That's so funny. I'm glad we avoided it. So, it was about ten minutes the last time. It was longer. I, I yeah. felt like fifteen. Yeah. So here, here's the, here's the here's the dealio. Maybe I'll let Josh explain the dealio. I, I don't know. You explained know, it really well a second ago. I, I like well, the way you well, said I, it. Like I do, like I do want to say this because it probably feels like oh, of course Josh is leaving because you've been absent from a few episodes. Oh yeah, lately. that was perfect coincidence. Yeah, though. it really yeah. has nothing to do with the fact that Josh was departing the podcast, but is a little bit tied into why Josh is stepping away. Right. So um, regular listeners know this isn't um, our our full time. This is what we do full time. Right, not not yet. Anyways, not till more of you pony up for Patreon, um, John, or, or till uh, once John fixes his support. Dude, it's happening right and now. And roughly, I would have to be leaving then, John. Yeah, <laughs> once John fixes his, and then roughly like nine hundred and ninety nine of you join him in that, then uh, maybe we'll make that full time move. But it's not full time; it's a labor of love. Uh, right now, it's just something we we really enjoy doing and have enjoyed doing. Uh, but we've but we've got day jobs and, and families and other stuff going on. And Josh had a a big a big change lately good change mm-hmm. uh right at the uh, we're pregnant <laughs> just kidding <laughs> the mother-in-law just screamed yeah listening so All right. uh but had a big change at work and a good change right like mm-hmm. i think that's been you've been really happy and thriving yeah. in that dude legit uh just got an award at work yeah. today so like <laughs> not only just kind of stepped into a new position that you're you're really thriving in but you know doing like you're enjoying doing it and they're enjoying mm-hmm. you doing it. And that's yeah. uh, that's a good thing. So it's, it's a, it's just, and it's just more time consuming, yeah. right? It's, yeah. it's just more demanding and it's more even, even weekend stuff. And, um, you know, just in talking to people, they're they're always uh, you know surprised, like positively surprised. We're like, oh, you've had a podcast. You know, how mm-hmm. long have you been doing it? Yeah. And when I'm like, we haven't missed a week in you yeah. know now fifty seven, fifty eight weeks, Dude, whatever I, this is. By the way, I don't mean to cut you off, but that is the most impressive part of the whole thing. What's like, up? like, do, like, have you read the stati- the statistics on like podcast lives and? Yeah, I I think you know I think most. So we we've talked about the stats on here, right? Like, there's a, a, over two million podcasts now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A million of those came about yeah. post COVID, but right. the question is like, who's still around? Who's still kicking? And After so, how be, many episodes? I don't know if you've seen the same stats, but what I've seen is the average is like seven, where they kind of fall. Yeah, exactly. Off wow. Exactly. Yeah. Seven episodes. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, so wow. to do it like every week. Yeah. And it's, I mean, that's just, you, you wouldn't think, um, that it's a, a big time commitment to just do this, uh, once a week and it's, it's not massive, yeah, but right. I mean, we're, you know, it's, it's, it's not like, you know, we're pursuit of happiness over here, really, really killing yeah. it, putting in the hundred hour <laughs> weeks. But when you've got all these other obligations, right. So it's, it's way more than just the time right. to record, right. Yeah. Then there is even, we don't edit heavily, right? Like we don't remove content or segments and we're, we don't add a bunch of bumpers and stuff in, but we do, we've always been passionate about making sure that we sound good, that we don't sound yeah. like a, a cheap podcast. Uh, right. And all that, all, all that, like the, that we sound as good as we do. I'm talking about audio quality, not necessarily content <laughs> is all Josh, right? Like that's all that editing uh, is down on him. And I'll tell you guys, even though uh, we don't edit very often, it does happen from time to time. And I'll tell you, uh, you know, listeners, if I didn't tell you where an edit was, you'll never, ever pick it out. Yeah. I, I'm I, every time I do it and Kira's like within earshot, I'm always like, Kira, did you don't even know? You yeah. don't even know that's well, there. It's not only edits like that, but it's also when we've done remote location. Yeah. Pod, I mean, he's putting in the raw audio file from I know my computer, yeah. whatever my system into and making sure it lines up and everything. 
So it's yeah, a lot. And so, so there's a lot on that back end. There, there's uploading the files. Anytime we're not all in the same location, right? Um, we've got to get those files from everybody. Josh is stitching those files together. You know, it's it's writing show notes, which we you know we did those more extensively at first um, and backed off of that some with the links because I'm like, who's actually clicking the links? But just writing that <laughs> writing that copy, making sure that the title something that maybe makes you a little bit curious, picking out those little mm-hmm. points and yeah, the right way to, lot, to word man. it. And just kind of lining up guests and booking and making sure that we don't forget and they don't forget, um, you know, to do do it like we've done, to do it right, I feel like. And certainly others have, have done it better, you know, that 3% above us. Um, you know, I don't want to act like we're the end all be all and we're, we're still learning and growing. But it, I, I, I think it probably takes more time than most people uh, would guess. And Definitely. so... Um, you know, there's no falling out. There's no divorce. We're not trying to figure out yeah. who, who, who gets, gets which XLR cable though. Yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're not trying to figure out who gets custody of, of the kids. It's nothing like that. Um, it, it's just, I uh, did delete your number though, already off my phone. So we're clear there. Uh, you had my number. Exactly. Was, yeah. <laughs> um, so the podcast isn't going away. The podcast is, is going to carry on, uh, you know, slightly different, probably, um, less, less bidet talk. I'm going to go out less, on a uh, dog talk. Yeah. Probably. I'm going to go yeah. out on a limb. I still like dogs. So we'll see, but, okay. uh, it's not the last you're hearing from Josh. Josh will pop back up on, yeah, on the sure. podcast here for sure. It's, you know, it's an, it's, well, it's not an open door. I mean, you got to knock. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, I'll, I'll throw a rock um, from across the street. So, uh, so it'll look, look a, a little different going forward, sound a little different going, uh, going forward. But one thing that will not change mm-hmm. is that the solid seven podcast now and always will be fueled by Jocko Go. Mm. That's a good segment. And, uh, yep. and with that, we crack our Jockos. We crack our Jockos. There it is. Um, Cheers. But I did, to, the, to the Solid 7 podcast. Cheers, Gentlemen, to solid thank you. Seven. Thank you. Cheers. Um, I did make a deal. Mm. Oh, that root canal tastes so good. Oh, wow. That's uh, yeah, Josh thing. is a trooper tonight. He got a root so, canal this morning, and here yep. he is. Yeah, and went to work. And then went home and took a nap, and then I came here. He's more of a soldier than you people know, man. I may be small, but I have grit. Um, <laughs> but I did make a deal with Kale that I I don't want to be like the third Apple guy. Like, do you know his name, John? No. Exactly. Maybe Tim something? Exactly. Maybe? So I told maybe? Kale, once, hey, once you reach the $400 million Spotify Joe Rogan level contract, can we get a stipend that I just get 10%? That's right. all I ask. Mm. Which I made what I felt like was a very reasonable counter offer. 10%'s a little extra, dude. Now, I I, five? You're talking crazy. Okay, what's four, $400 million, 10%? Yeah, yeah 40000000 million? I, what's I, up? I countered, no, I countered what I feel like was a very fair counter offer. Go ahead. I, a, I lowered the bar. I'm <laughs> like, forget $400 million. I'll hook you up at 400000 and at the at the the point the podcast wait, hits, you, I don't remember you saying that part. Yeah, it doesn't oh. even need to be four hundred million. Four hundred thousand. Well, I get crazy. Oh, here. you getting four hundred thousand? Yeah, not giving me. Yeah, okay, I got no, you. no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, at the point now. that the pod hits four hundred thousand, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get you like a Mac Daddy bidet. Mm. That's so. The, that's the so lights, the, like the one legit Japanese talk, version. Talk to you. The, the, yeah, the yeah. warm seat, the whole, the whole nine. And there's, a, there's a chance that by then people don't really get the whole bidet thing anymore because yeah. it might have been some now, time. Now, will it be sure. branded with the Solid Seven logo? Absolutely. With it your will. face well, why at the not bottom make, of the bowl. Well, why not just make the spout the shape of a seven? Like you know, sideways. I guess the thing that shoots. 
I just the the little sprayer that comes out will have my face on it, and it will just no. I want your water. face at the bottom of the bowl, <laughs> so, so then I'm always dropping. But that's not the bidet. That's the bowl. So, the, yeah. the real goal tonight, evidently, is just to go ahead and whittle the listenership down to just one person. Josh <laughs> wants to leave me with just one uh, before he trash the he content dips out. Um, okay, this is this is worth reporting just since it came in while we're recording and how often does that happen? But uh, our good buddy who uh, uh, we know and love, I at least I know and love, we've talked about here on the podcast, uh, IT Eric mm-hmm. from my place of work, who is a, a faithful Patreon supporter, his card never been declined. And uh, he wow. just he just traded his car and got a, a 2020 Corvette. So congratulations, wow. oh, amazing it Eric. That's awesome. Looking for that ride, and uh, I will figure out some way to get you a solid seven sticker for the back That's of awesome. it, my friend. Those don't even exist, but I'll get one made for for the back of your it Corvette. getting so, it done like congratulations, that. Congratulations, Eric. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, By the way, the cool cards dude. cards updated, so you don't have to throw shade anymore. He would be updated. such a phenomenal podcast guest. He's one of my favorite people. He's hilarious, and he's just not convinced that. It would be good but one of these days eric he's a little shy you'll be sitting here across from me no no uh, no, i wouldn't say that but uh no he's he's an awesome guy we love eric but uh so but slightly sad but onward and upwards the uh, the podcast will go on it'll be a little different super cool want to give him credit right from the jump uh you know because josh has been doing all that editing and and a lot of that heavy listing and stuff Uh, another one it's it's supporter night here at the solid zone podcast but one of our patreon supporters and a good buddy of mine um art pipok super accomplished audio engineer um he's worked and continues to work Mm -hmm. places you've heard of does uh editing and audio work for again big companies that you would know i'll let him decide if he ever wants me to share that uh but art's going to be uh our official editor here at the solid seven podcast that's amazing um starting with with next week's episode so they're going to sound much better going forward so really really cool you're gonna go you guys just praised him for editing your show did he know what he was doing? Because now <laughs> it sounds good. So, but no, really, really awesome of, of him to to step up and do that. And that'll be a, a big help. And, uh, you know, working on, uh, you know, filling the lull. I'm, I'm, you know, obviously there's going to be a hole in your hearts, oh. obviously. Oh. Um, but uh, we're, we're going to fill it with some dope dope guests so you know last week we we talked a little bit uh, mike redacted was on the podcast and we were uh, a group of us were uh, out at sandlot jacks and not looking to turn this i want to do a because it was j- such an incredible event man mm-hmm. uh jason emily mccarthy the whole team at, at go ruck man just knocked it out of the park incredible for for a first year event coming out of covid the size and the scope of what they were trying to do just just exceeded all expectations and mm-hmm. i admittedly i'm a fanboy right so maybe i'm not going to have the most critical eye um but i've run events right yeah. like i've i've done that logistics yeah. thing i know what what stuff like that Absolutely. takes and i know how difficult it is that first go around because you don't know what you don't know right and just exceeded all expectations killed it so we really want to uh to do that justice and give them props and talk about how how awesome that was especially because the the one thing i do want to plug tonight because it's or today or whenever you're listening because it's going to be a limited <laughs> window but uh today we're recording early this week it's it's tuesday it's going to be a week mm-hmm. since you've listened to this so if you're listening to this uh when it drops and this interests you you'll want to get on it right away they've already announced the dates for sandlot jacks uh 2023 uh and and we're we're there i'm there um we'll we'll not miss it and there's early bird pricing right now so the three-day pri- pri- uh so only 10 days from right now. So there's only going to be like two or three days when that, when this episode drops. Mm. Uh, so go visit sandlotjacks.com. Check that out. Don't miss like 
when you hear us fully recap the first one, you're going to want to make, you're going to be mad that you missed it, that mm-hmm. you didn't listen to me as you should have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you definitely won't want to miss the next one and the early bird pricing is awesome. So, um, so check that out. But part of what was so cool about that event. And again, I don't want to run through all of it. I want to save something for a recap, but got to meet and connect with some really, really cool people, uh, who I think are going to be coming across our microphones here at the solid seven podcast in the next few weeks or months. That so, is awesome. Um, man. Wow. We've talked about Sarah Wilkinson for a long time. Um, Chad Wilkinson's, uh, you know, gold star widow from Chad 1000 X yeah. got to connect with Sarah while she was out there and super, super cool. We're, we're trying to work it out where she's actually live in studio for the mm. podcast she's coming back to Florida in a couple of weeks. We're trying to get, but she's going to be on either way, but we're trying to make that happen in person. Uh, met this awesome, awesome veteran Earl Granville, um, who, uh, he's, he's good friends and really well connected with. If you go back a couple episodes and listen to, uh, Brad Mason from the give team, he talks mm-hmm. about Earl a lot. They connected with him a while back ago and he was really inspirational to them. So Earl's sole survivor of a roadside bomb in wartime, you know, amputated leg, like above the, the knee, which yeah. I mean, it's like no Saw amputations that. fun, but, but do you think it, he's got a root canal. Uh, uh, come on! I think if he did, it would tickle compared to what he's felt. I don't. That was I the don't. Joke. I don't know that it would phase yeah. it. But so, uh, just been through a lot of adversity and stuff. Uh, you know, uh, lost his brother. Um, you know, not long after that, or right around that same time frame that that all went down. Just, just the kind of stuff that would really crush somebody if if they let it. It's really got that potential and just. Uh, really cool school uh, uh, story of just overcoming adversity. And now he's like a motivational speaker. It does not live in a van down by the river that I'm aware of, though I did meet him by a river in Jacksonville. So mm. I don't know. There could have been a van involved, but uh, he does that. And then he just, he goes out, you know, with his, his one leg and his, uh, you know, his little cheetah prosthetic thing. And like, runs obstacle course and mud races with it. And all while like toting a cinder block on a train with it, like to represent like wow. the, the carry and the burden of things and that you need help. And sometimes, uh, so just super cool guy. So, uh, Earl, I think is going to be stepping on the podcast here at some time. So while we will miss Josh, I will, I will fill that gap for you here. And of course, uh, you know, all the regular stable of guests now, hopefully to include, include Josh. So I say all that, I don't want to downplay, like it stinks that Josh is leaving. I get it. Um, it's a, it's a bummer. We have had a good time. I yeah. feel like we have done a really cool thing. It is cool. Are you I almost kidding feel, me? I feel a like really we, cool thing. I feel like we could take a week <laughs> off after this and actually release episode zero, but I'm going to keep it in the can. No, wait, oh, yeah. wait, how many weeks are we at? How many? Well, be straight up. This is this is either fifty. So then you, okay, this so you is fifty-eight, um, but it's actually fifty-nine because we did nineteen and a half uh, when we were trying not to lie yeah. about our live episode. Oh. But we did one. One. T- we've alluded to it sometimes, and we've talked about it overtly. We did one test episode right. before we started. Episode zero. It's three year. It's three hours long. Oh, we spontaneously called evangelist Jason Alvarado or what do we call him? We don't call him evangelist on here. We call him illusionist. Illusionist. Um, but uh, we spontaneously call him. His kids are screaming in the background. Wait, of it. So he came over. No. no oh, just on the phone. Because we just did it as one like a vibe check. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Like just what do we want to do? Equipment. How do yeah. we want to sound testing on equipment? Everything. So we wanted to try out like hooking the phone up through our pod track and stuff. So we're like, well, let's call Jason. Yeah. I don't think he picked up the first time. Oh, no. my gosh, uh, but then he hours. called us. I don't remember it, but I feel like it would just sound so chaotic. Yes, but it was probably hilarious. I need to go back and listen to it. Yeah. You know, the longer along the podcast yeah. gets, the more valuable that episode becomes, in my yeah. opinion. That's that's, that's, that's freaking awesome. At one, if you get yeah. to 100, so yeah, yeah, drop yeah, zero. Yeah. yeah, one of these days. Well, yeah. 
you're saying 100 episodes, and I'm thinking like 100 Patreon supporters. You got to pay to play, kids. Uh, yeah, I like either one. You can't, episodes you, or Patreon. You don't get to hear episode zero for By free. By the way, my card is updated. So, uh, All right. Did yeah. you do that just now? I did, yeah, like 10 minutes so, ago. Well, look but, at you, uh, yeah. You know, I, and I, I told the, you know, we, we told the Patreon supporters a, a couple of weeks ago, uh, and they were probably thinking it went down already because it just happened to fall. Yeah, it was, that was the, a really good quiz. With the scheduling that, that Josh uh, couldn't be on those those yeah. last few episodes that we did. Wait, what are you talking um, about? A Patreon episode? He did yeah, a Patreon we, episode a couple weeks ago saying I'm out. Oh. You didn't get it because you were in the decline column. <laughs> Wait, but I thought I you just can go said. Back, you, you can go back and listen to it now. <laughs> you can listen to that on your drive home oh, this evening. Man. I will. I will. Um, wow. So, so, so a small amount of people knew. A small, a small amount of people knew. Two people and, text me, Becca and uh, Shory. They wow. both text me, which I'll I didn't text back Shory. So if you're listening, I'll, my bad. I'll tell you this. <laughs> again, like we it. had Jason Shory on a few weeks ago. You guys know he's a, a close friend of ours. He's been a big supporter. I love you, Jason. From the jump. A big supporter in way, super cool ways that, that that's between me and Josh and Shory. You know, some of the stuff he's done and the ways he's su- supported us have been really cool. But I'll say this. That's been cool. And what's it'll be funny if I say this and then they drop off. But part of what I put out there was like, if you were here for Josh, like if Josh is your boy and this was just moral support, like the podcast isn't your bag, you know, whatever. And there's a few people that I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, you want to you want to decline before your card cycles again. You want to dip out like I get it. That's not personal. That's not um, whatever. And right now, no one's did. still there. So either they haven't been listening, listening. and they haven't caught on <laughs> that you're leaving. They haven't listened. Uh, and I'm OK with that, too. Like, if hey, if you don't want to listen and you just want the auto draft to go through every month, that's OK. Yeah, that's OK. Um, <laughs> there it is. There, John, confirmation. confirmation. <laughs> I love it's it. Official, John. I can't, John's dude, back. I'm in. actually mad at myself because I thought I fixed it right when you texted me. Yeah. So but. I I will say this, like you know, we we were kind of trying to do some new things with our Patreon. So, um, you know, our pay, really this is. I mean, you know, if you're not a Patreon supporter, you don't need to know this. And if you were a Patreon supporter, you already know. But um, that was one of those things with the time commitment, like doing the Patreon content got to be a bit of a challenge with as late as we were recording in the evenings then to ask a guest to stick around longer and later and then we're recording extra and it's extra editing so we were trying some different things and it just it just didn't work and so i'm gonna it, be honest in my head i was yeah. like i don't know how these guys are doing this yeah. i honestly said that i was like these guys are what because i know so, again yeah. this is not day job this is yeah. you know but so. I'll, so i'll say like if you're if you're one of those patreon supporters and they exist where you listen to the regular episodes and you don't listen to the patreon bonus content um so you might not have caught this but we are we are going to pivot back to some somewhat of that format where mm-hmm. uh, we're going to ask the guests to hold back a little something extra you know a little anecdote maybe something from the daily news and we'll, we'll get back to doing a little bit of extra patreon content uh, each week as we record and, and dropping that more regularly for the patreon supporters so this isn't the patreon pitch but but it is like the deal with Patreon. It's five dollars or ten dollars. Everybody gets bonus content with that, and the ten dollars supporters get uh, get a coffee mug. And uh, if you follow us on social media, you'll see that uh, we actually for Sandlot Jacks uh, came up with our first ever T-shirt. So a really cool local company um, that we've worked with in our other professional you lives. Gotta give them a shout for out. a long, long time. Um, Hit and Skins mm. uh, here in Central Florida. Um, you know, interesting name, awesome company. They do. There's no second I 
It's yeah, H I T T apostrophe N skins. Uh, but they're an awesome like apparel and promotional product company. They've really grown in the last few years. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've seen their new showroom. Mm-mm. They're a little on the farther west in Orlando now, but their new showroom is massive. Oh wow! Uh, really scaled up. But you know, I reached out to them with a, a little bit of a, a need of like, hey, you know, we're going to do this big event. We've got kind of a relationship with this company. We really want to be promoting while we're out there. Can we work something out? You know, with doing some shirts because. Small run shirts, that, mm-hmm. that's a pricey thing, yeah, right? Yeah. The screens cost what they cost no matter what. Mm-hmm. And there's just no bulk discount. And they were like, no questions asked. Like they were on board for the jump. Like, that's yeah, awesome. well, you know, we'll, we'll take care of you. So we're going to run some ads for them and had some awesome shirts um, that the crew were rocking out at Sandlot Jacks. And it was awesome because at one point I'm, I'm doing one of the Go Ruck events that's built into this thing. Uh, and there's this guy standing next to me. We're like passing these, like we're sweaty, we're dirty. We're passing these like sandbags around in a circle. It's more fun than it sounds like. I promise. Just watch the highlight videos. Uh, but he's like, oh, Solid 7 Podcast. I just found that podcast. Because he's coming to Sandlot Jackson. He's looking for like Go Ruck content and finds mm-hmm. like Jason and Emily and DS on there. Man, I love that. I'm like, oh, awesome, that man. That's so much. I'm like, oh, dude, that, it, well, you know, that's that's me and my, mm-hmm. my buddy Josh. And he's like, oh, so cool. So that strikes it up. So of course, because... It's like blogs back in the day. He's like, yeah, me and me and some of my friends, I'm a radiologist. We just started a podcast. I'm like, of course, everybody's got, but super cool dude. Um, I should, I should have looked up the name of his podcast. I'll drop it on here an, another time. Do but, they talk about their radiology stuff? Yeah. He, awesome. You know, it's, they kind of found a niche cause he's like, there's radiology or like uh, podcasts out there, but it tends to be doctors. It tends to be MDs and not techs. So this is just text doing the podcast. So it's like like that radiology, like the people running the machines and doing that yeah. that work, right? And they're they're I think they're kind of funny and irreverent, whatever else. So we just so it was cool to run into somebody who had listened, had heard, whatever. And so then what was awesome is I ran into him later in the day, and he's like, dude, I went out and did one of the scavenger hunts, and I listened to like an episode and a half while I was out there. It was really good. Man. Wow, that's awesome. So I'm like, well, that I kind of that that, lo- that kind of made that yeah. I'm like, if I come away with this like one yeah. raving yeah. fan yeah, from yeah. this, um, it was fun. Uh, like, well, never mind. I'm gonna say more of the Sandlot Jack stories for for a recap uh, episode. But uh, so really cool of, of Hit and Skins to do that. But all that to say, like, I I liked I liked having Solid Seven shirts. They were soft. They were nice. They were good looking. There's a toddler running through the <laughs> studio right now, but she's adorable. <laughs> she toddled on back. They're not much of toddlers anymore. They're pretty steady on their feet now. That's awesome. Is Marcus, that not a toddler? Uh, not really. Yeah, I don't know. She's almost. Toddler she's in? almost. I think a toddler three. is when they fall a lot. Still, like that's good uh, up walking. What do you? So, that's a she's child. Pretty, now, she's pretty quick. Guess, yeah. yeah. She's Mar- a, like Marcus is my son's. Like he's like a full blown inf- kid. What he's is a it? Giant. Is it infant? Toddler. Infant. Toddler. Probably kid. So she's kid level. I think she is still a toddler no. now that I think about it because she's kind of toddling. Yeah, but she's like right there on that. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's kind of toddling. Right there. Yeah, on that makes that, sense. On that edge. Uh, but so um, I don't even know kind of how we, I mean, do we ever know why mm-hmm. we go down the rabbit trails? Mm-hmm. But no. some cool guests coming, some guests coming, the, uh, you know, Patreons uh, going to continue rolling. Some shirts are definitely going to be uh, in the work. So if you follow social media, you saw those. Don't know that I'm going to do that same color, but I, I do want to run. I kind of liked it though. I just yeah. saw it from that one photo. It's different. You don't feel a lot of that. It's like a, a cream or a tan with our, our blue yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, so that, that's going to be coming. So, uh, you know, some of our, our OG, I don't know that I'm going to add shirts to Patreon support, but some mm. of our OG supporters that have been around, mm. uh, when we do that, that run, I'd, I'd maybe like to hook them up with, yeah. with some shirts, stuff that's like nice. that. So, um, 
But uh, in the meantime, we're still we're still a solid seven podcast, and there's still interesting things going on. <laughs> Hold on, uh, I'm tweeting something in real this quick. world. Because I'm back on. Wait, but wait, you were off. Wait, yeah, what? You're tweeting? How are you on Twitter? I thought you were yeah. banned. No, dude, he unlo- he unbanned me. Wait, wait, wait. who's he? The, the, the all father. <laughs> that's, that's the name. No, of it. The, what do they call him? The Doge father. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, dude, what a what a crazy like story and turn of events, right? Here's what's crazy is you like this really does have massive implications. Oh, it's unbelievable right, for for uh, consumption of information and how people communicate. And because there there hasn't been a viable outlet, right? There hasn't been an option that wasn't kind of lockstep with what everybody was doing. All the big players were kind of doing the same thing, mm-hmm. acting the same way, banning the same people, banning the yeah. same things. They were all kind of acting the same way. And, you know, the refrain was, um, you know, well, these are these are private companies. They get to do what they want. If you yeah. don't like it, start your own. And some people have tried that. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't it just doesn't no, really catch on. You know, there's already. whatever. There's Gab. Parlor. Uh, President Trump's Come trying on, to do his man. truth social thing. It's not yeah. really taken off. So there's been all these different things. There's that one that's like Russian. Um not a great time to be connected. Not a great time I'm to be connected with, the with, uh, well, I, with I could, Russia. I guess explain it off and there. So, um, <laughs> you know, so the richest man in the world said, well, why build it when I when can, I can buy, buy it? it? But does uh, that not make you scared for his life? It kind of makes me scared. How, how much do you think he pays his security detail? I was about to say, I have a, uh, I have a feeling that Elon's security, decent. Yeah, but okay. So decent. like, let's back it up a little bit. The fact that, so the fact that all these social media platforms were on the same page in regards to where they which direction they seemed to sway yeah. opinion wise and who they were more happy mm-hmm. apparently to censor than other you know opinions or whatever but like that whole dynamic of all of them being in cahoots seemingly made me really start to question like not get too conspiracy theory ish but also right. made me think like whoa there's something weird going on here yeah on the grand stage of social communication across Mm-hmm. the world yeah so the fact that this was even pot i literally am scared for him i just am because i feel like this he, is some big player I just, stuff I, you know, I, I don't think he's gonna I get hillary i don't think it's no i don't think it's that i don't think you can touch him um yeah, probably not uh i think his security is probably on par with the best in the world it's funny because you see him a lot and you never see security that means but it's that reassures really me but that, right oh that re- that reassures me i was gonna say i feel like i've um, never seen a security guard around him yeah he's got starlink um, or whatever watching but, the, his, but there's just his, no way and even like you think about what a lot he's got actually got a lot of kids only the newest ones kind of hit the news with what's her name um but are they still together uh no they were and they weren't and then she was with uh what's the the one you're not supposed to dead name people i don't know chelsea manning like I have no it's idea. it's real weird how many how many kids do you have total i don't know but he's got a bunch and that when you're that rich they're a liability like somebody's looking to snag a kid because mm-hmm. they're looking for ransom right so there's got to be big security involved and he's oh just gosh. so visible he's so wow um, he has one two three four five six seven eight kids Mm-hmm. Uh, huh? For real? So I don't know how many moms, but uh, he is older. Yeah. So they all they all so. have um normal names except for that new one, the X A E. I think the newest one. Maybe it's not. I don't know if she's had it yet because it turns out he had another kid with Grimes. Oh. Um. But so. But so. Anyways. So it, it it's just I don't know. To me, it's really telling for Elon to say. These are my issues with Twitter. This is these are the this is the problems I want to fix, and that the things he's saying are blowing Causing the tops off of people's yeah. minds. I'm like, oh, that says way more about you than it does he, about Elon. The like, sentence you just said, he tweeted. Yeah. In other words, yeah, today. like he's he's basically said like I I like I want to destroy like the bots 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, oh, like saw, he's yeah. gonna, he's you gonna see a lot of leftists saying I'm losing yeah. like four thousand, five thousand followers. Yeah. That's probably because they're so, all bots. <laughs> which, and I don't know what state this is in yet. Like, I think I don't think he owns Twitter Not yet, but the board yeah. has said. Yeah. Uh, their board directors have said they're going to accept the offer, uh, and their hand really got got forced in that. And we, they don't want to; they're not happy about it. But they'd be legally liable. The board, board members are what's called fiduciaries, so they have they're legal le- fiduciaries. They're, they're, they're legally to the liable to the shareholders' okay. uh, right to do what's best for them from a from a profit motive. Right. And declining right? that buyout would be. Yeah, so the, the reason they had wiggle room to begin with is because Elon made the offer, but he didn't disclose how he was planning to fund it. Because it's not like, you know, he's worth 280 some odd billion dollars, yeah. but it's not, he's not Scrooge McDuck. McDuck. There's not a, a pool of money somewhere that he's diving into and swimming mm-hmm. around in. It's in stock holdings and stuff like that. Yeah. So if he wants that money, he's got to liquidate some of those holdings. He's got to sell them. Oh, Problem is, you can't just go sell $40 billion of Twitter stock because the, or of Tesla stock, because then that's going to affect the price of that stock stock right yeah. just like we're seeing with inflation because there's literally too much american money in circulation so where's he right pulling now it from? Uh, so I haven't looked. Uh, he disclosed where it's coming from, where the funding's coming from. He's basically borrowing, mm-hmm. yeah, which is funny. Yeah, but that's when you have that kind of means. That's what you do too. because borrowing it. So a, if he sold, if he sold stock to obtain it, it would affect the price of the stock he was selling because right. it was flood the market right. with it. Um, but also, he'd have to pay capital gains on that money, so he'd have to pay like fifteen percent tax on everything he sold. That'd be a big tax bill when you're trying to end up with $40 billion, $44 billion in your hand. So instead, you borrow it. You don't have to pay taxes on borrowed money. So he's leveraging what he's worth to borrow it. So he has that stock as collateral. That's why they're willing to loan it. Like None of us are going to go into a bank and say, hey, I want to buy Twitter. Can I borrow $40 billion? No. 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 but uh, but he can right so it'll be borrowed but once he came through and so that's where they had some some leeway to be like oh we don't think we're going to take this offer we're going to go with this poison pill move where the whole poison pill thing i don't have a whole firm grasp on it i've read a few different i don't even know what that is it's it's where you um like you you pass um i don't know if you call it regulations or whatever as a board where you're making you're issuing new stocks and you're making them available to current shareholders at a discounted rate so that you're putting more stock out there in the wild, but that stock isn't available at that rate to the person that's trying to buy out the company. Oh my but Lord, now if they're saying, so I think Elon's paying like $52 a share. That's There's, what's coming out to $44 billion. But so they, the poison pill is putting more shares out in the wild at a discounted rate to everybody but Elon. So then he has to pay $52 per share for even more shares. The idea is to try and make the purchase so expensive the person can't pull it off. Yeah. But they can only get away with that without seeing like um, legal pushback if it's iffy that he can even pull it off. Once he comes out and goes, no, this is exactly how I'm funding it. This oh, offer is real. The money's already. there. Now, like they could still try and do the poison pill thing. They could try and pass it. But all these shareholders are like, yeah, bring on that Elon money. Like they'd immediately the those board members one there'd be a vote of no confidence they'd be removed from the board yeah but they'd also there'd be legal liabilities there for them too. <sighs> I wish I was smart. That's fascinating that you know so much about that. I've I've read up like it's I mean, funny like this I guess like you hear from movies and stuff yeah. like the term like a hostile takeover yeah like this I don't know what was so hostile about him going I'd like to give you a bunch of money yeah. and you give me that thing well. 
that seems like just fair trade to yeah, me. Like I mean, that's just a transaction. Yeah. But this is, I guess, since it's like they weren't seeking like a merger or a buyout, maybe since it was unsolicited, that's what makes it a is hostile takeover. Is that the case though? Because I thought there was they were they were looking well, for once bids. he made his offer, then they were looking to hope maybe somebody would outbid <laughs> so they could sell to somebody who wasn't him. So they were looking at other investment groups and and stuff like that because they just what what is he, what is it that he wants to do that they're so terrified of? Well, right. well, what Elon has has said just in the past few days is a so he wants to get rid of the bots, like get rid of the fake users because a a lot of in I there's there's a lot of smart people that that back this up um, that a lot of the the unrest and the dissension and stuff like a, a lot of. Um, just whatever in our society right now where it just feels like everybody hates everybody. Mm -hmm. It's 50-50 and one side hates the other side. A lot of that is like foreign agents, foreign governments using our social media against us to sow that dissent. That's what a lot of those bots are. So he wants to get rid of the bots. He wants to open up blue check marks to everybody. He wants the point to be that like if you're verified, we know that you're an actual human being, Mm. then you are who you say you are. So he's like, let's verify all human beings. Uh, right. So already I'm, so what about like a target Twitter account then? Uh, you know, it'd be a little bit different, but again, there's yeah. ways to verify like corporate right. accounts and stuff. I'm, I'm sure I, that would, I almost feel like would be, um, I don't know what I'm going to have to do to verify the solid. Now I'm concerned. Elon, reach out to me, please tell me how I like, get solid seven podcast verified. Um, and it's also, it's funny. Like you have to wonder if that's part of how they're freaking out. Like I get that a lot of the influencer culture is more Instagram and Twitter, yeah. but or Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. Um, but like old people get influenced too. Right. Of course. <laughs> and their influencers are on Facebook and, yeah. and Twitter. Right. And so, but you just think of like what kind of a badge of, you know, it's just like the cool kid club that you've got that verification. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they hate the idea of that being, mm-hmm. um, you know, just distributed to the masses. Yeah. But, um, what he said is one, like, let's make the, the code open source just in that, or the algorithm open source. Like let's show everybody what we're doing and how we're doing it. Why this is what comes up on your feed. If somebody is going to be banned, let's be very transparent about why. About why this is a modern day superhero. And what this is who this man is. And what he said, this is what they're terrified and losing their minds about. Now talk is cheap, right? Of course. It's it's easy to say things. We'll see what the follow through is. But what he said is, I just don't think that private companies, even though they have the right, we we talked about this um last week with Mike Redacted. You know, um, sorry, you know how I made like a burner Twitter? I deleted all my Twitter accounts, but I made like just a burner one just so I could follow the same people I was following, like Right. I can't log into it. It says it doesn't, it can't be found. So I wonder if, because I don't follow real people on that burner account, it's gone. Mm. That's funny. Again, I think that would be a little preemptive. And yeah. I even saw today that as a company, like they like locked, I gotta stop saying likes. I just said like, like, <laughs> um, that they locked down their code. Like you can't internally, you can't make changes right now because they don't want disgruntled employees internally oh sabotaging gosh. servers and code and stuff because of the Elon takeover. This is crazy. Internally, they're losing their minds. And they're losing their minds over what he said today, yesterday, on Twitter, um, was that he doesn't feel like... I got in. Never mind. He was <laughs> using the wrong code. <laughs> You're not a bot. All right. Oh, uh, but is that he doesn't feel like these private companies should be doing more to restrict speech than the than the government can yeah. or does. Yeah. Uh, like, the... the Again, what he's talking about is responsibilities, not rights. And we talked about this some last week with Mike Redacted on on the podcast um, from the road of like everybody right now, they're really hung up on and really well-versed in their rights, right? Oh, it's my right. It's blah, blah, blah. But 
Rights only work when they're paired with responsibilities. You have to have both. Um, and we don't like responsibilities anymore. We definitely don't like personal responsibilities. We don't, God forbid that somebody like own any, any personal, take any personal ownership of any problem or issue in their <laughs> life. We definitely don't like personal responsibilities, but rights come with responsibilities. You want the right to vote? Well, the responsibility is to be engaged and to be an informed voter. Yeah, that's that's good, a responsibility. It's yeah. a perfect example of what um, you mean, by the way. Right. And so, um, Elon just said, cause I was confused for a second, but that, yeah. yeah. So just, so Elon's just that, like, yeah. yeah, as, as a private company, does Twitter have the right to be more restrictive of speech? Sure they do. But I don't think that's a responsible thing to do because like free speech was all about always, um, like in the town square, does that give you freedom to say whatever you want at your employer? No, it doesn't. That's not what it's about. Free speech was always a restriction on the federal government. But our reality has changed, right? We don't go set up a soapbox in the town square to exercise our free speech anymore. We log in to exercise our free speech. And the problem is that the laws haven't caught up with the change in society. And so all Elon wants to do, it seems like his stated goal that he wants to do is ensure that you can still go speak freely in the town square or at least one of the town squares. And what the interesting thought about all this to me is, it's a very real possibility that if Twitter doesn't ban the Babylon B, that Elon never buys Twitter. <laughs> if you look at the timing, it <laughs> seems to be the straw that broke the camel's back. Because he-, <laughs> he loves the Babylon B. Yeah. yeah, he would retweet their stuff. That's how I saw He it. went on their podcast. I'm like, oh, yeah. dude, if they if Babylon B got Elon, yeah. I could get Elon. You could get Elon. Babylon B is huge though. But the, you look at their followers, they're not that big. It's just really? someone he likes, I feel. Yeah. He's just a fan. Yeah. He's a real well, normal guy. Well, same thing. Guy. Like, we talk, I talk about Tim Dodd on here all the time, Everyday Astronaut. Love Tim. And Tim's big in that, like, space news space, and he's definitely got his own niche and that he's not just reporting on it. It's educational. He wants you to learn, and it's really cool the way Tim breaks things down. But in the grand scheme, he's not massive. He, he, I think Tim's making a good living at what he's doing. Yeah, but when he, you compare him to... He does an awesome job. Yeah. He's not Fox News, MSNBC, yeah. you know, whatever. He's he's not even like, you know, these big influencers that have tens of millions of followers. That's not what he is. And he gets these... He just got another big, long-form interview with Elon at mm. Starbase. Yeah. Like, going up on the launch tower for Starship there with him, walking him through the new Raptor 2 engines... And it's just Elon. Elon likes Tim because like Tim's a genuine actor, right? Like there's no Tim. He's not like Tim's a space fan. He's not a SpaceX fanboy. So he still asks hard questions. It's not like he never not. It's not like he doesn't ever have a bad word to say about SpaceX. It's not like he doesn't ever have a bad word to say about Tesla, but he's genuine in it. He's honest in it, right? Like it's not a gotcha. It's not a, a whatever. And I think Elon respects that. And I think, Elon, I I think seems to really appreciate how inc- like genuinely inquisitive Tim Dodd is. I think that's what's so com- that's why I like him. That's what so what's so compelling about him. He's not a phys- he's not a physicist, an astrophysicist. He's not a, a a nuclear engineer. He's not an aerospace engineer. He's just a guy that got really into space and has dug in and wants to share that passion with yeah, other people. Cool. And I think he, I, that's that to me that's what's so compelling about Tim Dodd and why Tim should come and sit with us here on the Solid Seven I agree. podcast. Tim, you should. We're right up the road from from Kennedy, so yeah. it's like, hey, come watch him wa- come watch him launch SLS, yeah, uh, and then come hang out at the Solid Seven An podcast. Drive, yeah. I mean, come chill here. It's kismet. <laughs> so, dude, dude I, I'm we, just scrolling through like all the people just mind melting because they're so enraged yeah. over you know i thought about something while you're talking isn't it funny how 
the line of logic that you use to explain the town square thing, it's kind of the same line of logic that some folks try to use for like gun control. Like, oh, well, the forefathers didn't know there'd be automatic rifle and all this, which has been debunked just because of like the old school rifles you could look into that actually were very comparable to modern day rifles. It's just funny. It's funny how people pick and choose their lines of logic. They'll disable it for the town square thing. No, well, that's not the same thing. No, it's literally the same thing. They're saying he wants hate. They're considering what he thinks is free speech, hate speech. Yes. The thing is, the only speech that needs the protection of free speech is hate speech. Mm. It is the things that some people are going to strongly disagree with or find abhorrent. What defines hate speech anyways? Uh, gender studies classes am i going to even find it on google they're going to say like anything mean abusive or threatening speech or writing that expresses prejudice against a particular group oh my god especially on the basis of race religion or sexual orientation well and that and this is part of the problem with how uh we we change and and water down uh language uh and, and and the left is very very good at this they're very adept at this so now like we conflate words like prejudice and racism prejudice and racism absolutely are not the same thing literally everyone is prejudiced all the time all it's doing is taking like your your lived experiences and what what information is is made available to you and making a an, an educated guess or you know like taking that information to to make an informed judgment for example like if you're out for a walk and you see um you know uh, like a Doberman coming at you or a, a, a pit bull, really. They've got, it used to be yeah. like uh, Dobermans and Roddies were like, those are the big bad dogs, but yeah, now it's pits or what everybody's mostly afraid of, right? Like you're going to, that might be the nicest dog in the world, right? But based on the information you know that you have made available to you, news reports, you've prejudged that to be a dangerous dog. You're going to go back inside. You're going to alter mm-hmm. your path. Yeah. You're prejudiced against that dog. Um, but it, so we, we assume that this, I, so, but prejudice doesn't have to be a negative thing, but it often is. And so mm-hmm. it's been so associated with that. But so even prejudice is not necessarily racist, mm. right? Um, like it's prejudice to, I'm trying to think of like some, some, I, I'm not sitting here being pro pro prejudice, right? Because it, because it is so associated with negative applications, but right, it could yeah. be positive. Yeah. I'm not saying let's all be prejudiced. I'm saying we all are some mostly in ways that just make sense and you don't even think about it as prejudice yes. because it's not even related to race and it's so tied to yeah. that now. But we've conflated that with uh, with racism and they're and they're different things and it's just like it's important. Like I, I hate how dumbed down kind of. Um, our vocabularies have been like, you think about, think, think back to high school, right? Um, you know, or, or college, high school, whatever, when you would read these old texts, right? Um, what, whatever that is, um, you know, if you had to go back and read Beowulf, um, or, you know, obviously Beowulf's taken it all the way back, right? Beowulf's the original action novel. But if you're reading like, um, you know, Scarlet Letter, like I remember having to read the Canterbury Tales or Sinners in the Hand of an Angry God. You, you almost need a trans... This is the English language, right. right? That at least, you know, where we're at, most people speak. And it's just a, a different thing. But the the vocabulary of like the, the educated person and then eventually even like the, the common man, like as you get into colonial times, 
was so much greater and so much more nuanced than we are now. And yeah. it just keeps like getting condensed and dumber and dumber. And then they take these words and they shift what they mean and they make subtle swaps. Like, Oh, we're not talking about equality. We're talking about equity. Those aren't the same thing, yeah. but they use those words because they know when people hear equity, they think equality and we all think equality is a good thing because equality is a good thing, yeah. but equity is not guaranteeing yeah. equal outcomes is how you end up with gulags and tens of millions of people dead. <sighs> equality is what you want equal under the eyes of the law equal opportunity and then it's up to you what you do with it that's we should, yeah let's do let's take up arms let's march in the streets for equality equity not the same thing but they like to mix them together but you know we've lost this this nuance this understanding even of of the the english language and i can only assume that this is happening with the, uh, the other big languages of, of you know major languages of the world uh, and it and it's important because you know, we need to be able to communicate well. We've lost that ability. And that's part of why things like like Twitter are so real. Like, um, I want to be these people who are like, oh, I'm you I saw, you know, it's probably like Daily Wire did a compilation of people who are posting videos of I've deleted my account. What's funny is you're doing to yourself what Elon didn't plan to do with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're removing your voice from the conversation. Yeah. Cause, um, Cause Trump's will be there. Or because whomever's will be there? Yeah, because you might be exposed to something you don't agree with. How do you, if you're never exposed to to a voice, to information that you don't agree with, how do you ever expect Mm. to arrive at truth? Yeah. Mm. If you're not willing to take everything that comes and weigh it, how do you arrive at truth? The path of least resistance, it seems that so many are hungry for. So again, I... It's crazy. If if all of a sudden there's there's nobody on Twitter bashing Tesla or bashing SpaceX, yeah. or all of a sudden Blue Origin and the Washington Post aren't on Twitter, uh, if you can't find a, a crossword about Elon Musk, if you can't see the old dorky pictures of him from PayPal when he had that god awful hair and just looked like a complete dweeb, yeah. okay, we've got a problem. Yeah, yeah. but right? he said, "I want my harshest critics to stay on right. Twitter." Like. Nobody want. None of us are benefiting from having Fox News and MSNBC. Well, okay, let's be honest. Fox News and you know everything else. Yeah. There are some other you know conservative outlets, Newsmax, and some of those and whatever, but they don't have any big traction, right? They're not major players. Uh, but nobody's those those silos of just I'm only going to listen to I'm not I'm never going to hear a dissenting opinion, and when I do, there's going to be Sean Hannity shouting over them the whole time. Uh, right or uh, you know Rachel Maddow, you know it's, shutting it's, them it's down the complete, whole time. Complete like um, it's a complete just psychosis of thinking that like that like absolutely no way that I could that I could hear anything productive from the other side of, of the opinion uh, scope. Like that, just what a way to live, man. The, look, I, look, the opinions that that I have are so. I mean, you and I could go back and forth, and when it comes to policy, you know, culture, all, all of the the ways that we think would be optimal for people to operate in. And they would be very similar between you and me. But that doesn't change the fact that I am always really, truly like hungry to hear from from the same type of person just with the opposite mentality. Yeah. Always. Because yeah. there's cause look, cause all I'm not convinced that on a macro scale I can learn something groundbreakingly new yeah. that can change the way I see things, but the nuances are important. The different lived experiences are important. The reason yeah. people have come to the conclusions they have opposite mind, those are important. And it's just crazy how there's a zero tolerance for that from, from the same people that are getting mad about this Twitter thing. It's like yeah. they don't even want to pretend like there's opposite opinions that have validity to them. It's, it's crazy. 
crazy. Well, we we hit on it someone we had uh, physicist Jason on, right? Because he is uh, his his political viewpoints very very different uh, from mine from Josh's. Right? Oh, I didn't know that. And we have a we have a great time having Jason yeah. on the podcast. I hang out at family functions with him. I, we were just even Adam and I completely yeah. disagree on a lot of political aspects of life. And we get along just great. It's just not a whole thing. And it's a you, legit friend of yours. Yeah. He's like the best friend. Yeah. That's so crazy. And we are I mean, complete he, opposites. Well, he, that, he couldn't make the wedding, but he's definitely better friends than, than <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. and I are. Yeah, enough. yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but John no, made it to the wedding, too. But it's... Um, shut. Everyone shut up. I'm tired of this. <laughs> his credit card had been declined. He tried to oh, buy the... He tried to, he tried to buy the oh, flight. Thanks for watching, guys. The credit card he had on file with Delta, it, it was, yeah, it was yeah, expired, yeah, 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 and he yeah, didn't yeah. realize... No, and, they lifted the mask mandate, and I will have none of that. Dude, I fly <laughs> no out fly Thursday, zone. and I'm uh, so excited to be... That's awesome, I can't wait for the next time I hit that. Just Now, I'm so happy it's lifted, but then also at the same time, I would so enjoy if like some judge struck that down and it was reinstated just before you got on your that's good well, hey, i was thinking about i was thinking kind of about stuff like that because yeah. listen because this episode so as of today it's the 26th today folks yeah. listening this it's yes. going to be yeah, yeah. what the second or the first or something like yeah. that second so what if like the whole elon twitter thing like doesn't go through or something like by the time it comes that's, out we spent like an hour talking about something that ended up being danger. not real that's but. the danger <laughs> that's where it, well and that's what's tough like i'm always so jealous of like that joe rogan level where He'll sit down in a day and crank out, I think probably two, three would be a stretch because he tends to run about three hours, but he's doing that a few times a week. And it's so, it's just so easy to be right on top of it and current. Yeah. It's not quite a daily news show, but it's like you're dropping, uh, you know, right there. Uh, but so, yeah, but you talk to these people and you start to find common ground. Like they're still like... They, they want the same end result. They exactly. just think there's a different path exactly. there. But then if you don't ever converse with them, then you can't go, well, you know, like what you're saying, it's been, it's been tried and here, here was the outcome. Yeah. Or it's like, you're hearing this person say these things. Uh, you know, you're hearing this stuff from Bernie Sanders and this sound, this sounds great, right? Like I'm for the working man and whatever. And it sounds fresh because you're young yeah. and you, you know, you've come up through an education system that's been designed to not give you the direct comparison uh, throughout history of where, you know, what he's, he said, maybe with slightly different wording or a slightly different way has been said and tried and ends in just absolute human destitution and death and suffering. So it sounds really fresh and nice, but it's go. But if you don't, if you're not willing to talk to those people, if you can't ever even hear that opinion voice or express, then how can you go? No, right. Like I know that sounds good. It's been said before. Let me show you, let me show you who said it, Mm -hmm. how they said it and what the outcome was. We don't have to guess if that will work. We don't have to wonder if we just tried it. It's been, it's been tried. And, you know, flip side, right? Like, I was flipped on a long-held, personal, deep personal conviction just this past week in St. Lawrence Jacks. And it's near and dear to the Solid 7 podcast heart. We were built here on a basis of, we dropped it. We said we were going to do it every time we had a guest, and we kind of let it slide. But we were somewhat built on an argument of Moe's versus Chipotle. Oh, my gosh. And I was very staunchly Moe's because queso because bacon because Ugh. olives because cilantro but then i spent the weekend with someone who has the worst palate of anyone i've ever met in my life it's not worse than me including josh whoa all worse of, than me all of it was nick 
Um, Josh knows Nick. <laughs> yeah. All of his opinions were wrong. It's funny that Josh is shocked by it because he edited last week's episode, but definitely didn't listen to it because we bring this up. <laughs> but he said <laughs> Burger King has the best fast food fries. Whoa. He wanted, he wanted to go to Kiki's. No, he's being silly. Yes. No, he wanted to go to Kiki's over Cracker Barrel. Um, all it, we won't relive last yeah. week's episode, uh, right? But just lots of horrible takes on flavor and taste-related things. Yeah. And then, And then he said it. He said Moe's was better than Chipotle. Mm. And wow. that was the point that on... You, the, re- you rethought no your way. own life on, on no record, way. On record on the wow. Solid 7 podcast. Thank you both for listening to last week's episode. Dude, I um, told you I'd card decline. It's so, Tuesday. It just came out yesterday. <laughs> it and was I, the I free time. one, bro. Um, <laughs> la- last week's uh, episode, I said, and I even said, Josh, this is for you. I was wrong. Whoa. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Whoa. That is not where if, I thought you were going with that. That's if, uh, crazy. If wow. Nick, if I feel I'm going to be like George Costanza and leave right now. Like, all right, I'm out. If, if, like, leave on a high note right there. If Nick said Moe's was superior, I was clearly, wow. I was clearly that mistaken. That is so crazy, was that clearly, whole story that you just... I was clearly in the wrong. Um, I love Nick, though. I he thought was, you were going to say you ate but, a good but, Chipotle so that's, bowl. But, that, so, but that's that's the thing, so right? That's why that's why we're not the let's ban books. Yeah. Uh, and and there there is an element of... Of, of the conservative side or the right side or whatever that is like, oh, take those books out of the library. But a lot of that times it's like, we're not saying ban the material. We're not saying nobody should be able to find this book. We're saying maybe a third grader shouldn't be able to find this book, right? Yeah. Maybe it shouldn't be, uh, you know, maybe this thing that's... And that know. seems to be a trend across like far left beliefs and tendencies. It seems to be, there seems to be a consistent ignorance to to adolescence. I mean, yeah. think about like the whole gender identity thing. Like they're perfectly okay with a five-year-old talking about their you know what I'm saying? And, and it's so across the board it seems like they are hungry to feed their extremist yeah. in some cases uh, opinions to the young and impressionable mind because i think that's the only way they're going to create new people to follow those ideologies the the what it really boils down to here um and you know it, it's tough to make statements with this without acknowledging that you're painting with a very broad brush and there are exceptions right and to say the left to say liberals now there are some some broad brushes you can paint with right like yeah. i'm i'm comfortable painting communists because mm-hmm. there are people like people who are american citizens who, yeah. who openly yeah, tell yeah. you i'm a communist i'm a socialist i'm a marxist yeah. right now they might throw that word democratic in front of it to try and soften it yeah. same same thing. same democratic socialist uh, right and so it's it's like playing that equity equality yeah. game right oh, yeah. say democratic they'll like that yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah. makes it more modern you know, and acceptable but um, the the reality here is that um, the the real way to combat bad speech is with good speech. Yeah, correct. The real way to combat hate speech is with, for lack of a less lame way to put it, love, love speech. speech. Right? I like that. You know, you can even take it to to Martin Luther King Jr. Right? Like there darkness can't drive out darkness. Yeah. Right? Only light can do right. that. Hate can't drive out hate. Only love can do yeah. that. Right? It's it's almost kind of that same concept. Yeah. Right? It's not. I want to make sure this idea isn't ever heard. It's mm. let me make sure that you hear the better ideas. Mm. Let me make sure you have the ability to find out why that's wrong. Let me make sure you can find out that that has been tried and failed. Let me give you the principles that illustrate why that's, why that's evil, yeah. right? Why that doesn't work, why that doesn't drive with human nature. And that's always where the utopians get it wrong, right? Communism sounds great on paper. It, sound, it, it looks great in movies, 
right? <laughs> it's Star Trek, right? That's that's the system of government in Star Trek, right? <laughs> Particularly by the time you get to, to next generation, right? It's, oh, we just work for the love of the work and there's no money and everything's yeah. shared in common, right? It defies human nature. It, it isn't that, right? It, it defies nature in general, yeah. right? That toiling for survival and working for, for what you're, right? Yeah. Like a, a bird that doesn't go out and look for worms starves, yeah. right? There's not other birds bringing it worms unless it's the kids you've got some responsibility there, there you right go. you don't believe in god that's okay but it's clearly built into there nature now we can talk you you want to think evolution built that in okay they just want to propagate their dna okay hey, whether you believe I, that I, or not i think god built that in yeah. right what well, doesn't um, matter though does it it, it doesn't it doesn't right? but so you're, so it's, you're looking at laws play out like no nothing nothing gets to live or survive for for free there's work and there's and there's struggle right. in it right and so to take away the fruits of those labors disincentivizes the labor period yeah. period without fail and to anybody um, like majorly because i don't know if anybody whatever it's for anybody listening majorly disagreeing with this on, on the on the basis of the wild uh twitter heads that 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 do kind of go off the rails yeah. i mean we know when we get trump back it probably he said yeah. he doesn't i thought i read he doesn't have any interest he to come he's back. not coming back there's no but way that might be a little there's bit no of pride way. talking I, I think he wants yeah. it doesn't matter or and he the wants point the is, big reveal like boom i'm back yeah, yeah something like that no but the, the the point is like to anybody who because i completely understand like that there are people out there who just are really on there's if they were sitting in this room i know the type of person there's people like this in my life if they're sitting in this room they'd say no no no, i'm for the free speech but it's the trumps who just spew hate and stuff like that i just want anyone who's of that mentality to understand like i get that that that's all cool and all but the problem is it's really it really is a matter of like give an inch they're going to take a mile it's yeah. the principle of of allowing a, a space where it's like okay everyone's got free speech quote unquote but if you go too far we're gonna stop you it's like because then who defines too far it's it's a mess right. so i want to make it clear that i understand free speech is messy i think we all understand free speech is messy but it is so necessary to see the whole picture and actually learn isn't like where you probably if there had to be a line would be where you're threatening the well-being of somebody else would that probably be the line if you had to create one yeah that's the interesting whatever is the laws right like you can't scream fire in a theater or whatever right where there's actual endangerment but if if i'm constantly tweeting i'm gonna I'm going to go to Kale's house and I'm going to beat him up or I'm going to kill him or like, I mean, that's like an admission of a crime. But but part of, so, so yes, that should be the line. The problem is with what parts of our society want to a, they, they, they play this fake outrage game, right. Of like, they wanted to, uh, blame, uh, Sarah Palin for, uh, what was the, the politician's name that got, that got shot at a rally. Um, Oh, it, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. But because like Sarah Palin had run an ad, like we should target these districts. Like, oh, she put crosshairs over that district. It was at a baseball game, wasn't Clearly, it? Clearly, well, no, that happened too, but that was a Bernie supporter shooting at Republicans. Right. Um, this was, um, <laughs> he wanted to say Tulsi Gabbard, and that's not it. Scalise? But, Scalise? No, that was the Republican that got shot at the baseball game. <laughs> Gabby Gilford? Gabby Giffords? Giffords? That might be it. So like Sarah Palin had like run an ad or put something on her website like these are congressional districts we should target. Like we should Was be there tar- an actual crosshair on it? Yeah, but it's oh, like no. but pretending like that meant violence and not like that's it, not just a colloquialism. Yeah. Like these are the districts we're targeting to overturn, to make yeah. gains or whatever. Or this idea that just just speech is violence, that not not me threatening you, overtly threatening you, or encouraging someone. Like I'm not threatening you, but I'm encouraging others to do harm. Yeah, that's problematic. But the idea that 
if you're uh, if you're trans, right, and you're uh, Josh Alina instead of Josh now, and I go on and refer to you as Josh, I dead named you. <gasps> right? How dare I, you I, I, I use the name of the gender you left. I dead named you. That 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 aggression was violence. But that and is so we that don't. Is Canada and so we don't. Right oh, so and so we don't allow violence in speech like that. So now you're banned. So yes, actual endangerment, incitement to actual violence. Yes, if we're all going to be adults. Uh, and act like, and, and not act like somebody saying, oh, heads are going to roll. Like, we're not going to act like that's a threat of violence. No, mm-hmm. that's a saying. That's a colloquialism. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we're all going to be adults and be fair about it, yeah, that that line that line uh, works. So I don't know where the legal boundary is of, like, mm-hmm. actual protections of free speech. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where threats of violence, where that line gets drawn legally, which is kind of what Elon is saying is going to be his guidepost mm-hmm. for, for Twitter. Um I don't. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to research that some. But and I do think something like that is reasonable. Yeah, but and just, it is there too. But it's just discussed. I don't like your ideas. And um, you know, if if somebody's, you know, like somebody who's only refuses to call Caitlyn Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner. Nope. Sorry, that's Bruce Jenner. Um, yeah. You know, if, if for those people to be canceled just based on that, is that kind of a jerk move? Yeah, kinda. Like I'm not one. I'm not going to play the game and say that Caitlyn Jenner is a woman. She's not biologically. That's a man. That's a male. But I saw him play in the Olympic game. But that's a human being who says I want to be called Caitlyn. I've got no problem. That call. was Ricky Gervais. Yeah. yeah. He said, Have you seen that bit that he does about Caitlyn Jenner? No. It's actually no. pretty funny. I like Ricky. Anyway. Cool. Um, I, I'm I'm not quite comfortable saying I'm I'm willing to call her because that's not a that's not a her. So I think that somewhat feeds into that game. <laughs> but let's not pretend that it's all this shallow when it comes to the Twitter space. I mean that whole laptop Hunter Biden thing with the uh, <laughs> with the um what was it what 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 uh news outlet got banned off Twitter for reporting on that when it ended up being true? Oh, but all like that's what we're actually talking about of, here. All kinds like, of things about like uh, that. There, there were COVID things. There was information on on masks that people shared. There was information <laughs> on vaccines that people shared. There was information on um, like, I mean, I like want lockdowns. people to understand this is like actually scary stuff when you start to normalize like legitimate voices being silenced because they are yeah. in the opposite yeah. direction of the person in control of the silencing. Yeah. No, that is terrifying. It's real 1984. Type I mean, stuff. seriously, yeah. people think it's the internet, so it's not. It's a joke. Yeah. No, this is real life, and that yeah. is scary. And again, it's where it's where we go for the news. Like it's not you can't just go to the town square anymore. There's not just three channels on the TV. It's you know all those 24-hour news stations are floundering because people are getting their news from God help us TikTok and Instagram and yeah Twitter uh, and not so much Facebook. That's more where old people go to get their you know their bumper sticker politics and misinformation <laughs> and pictures of their grandkids. Yeah. Um, you know, and so it's. Like what we're talking about is there being like just one outlet where it will hopefully, hopefully just be a level playing field. And, and, and so this is, you know, I started this thought and didn't complete it, but what they're so terrified of um, isn't that, oh, it's going to be filled with hate speech. Well, one, you don't have to follow anybody. You can block, and as an individual, you can block anybody. You can make sure you don't accidentally see them. You can block words. You can block hashtags. You don't mm-hmm. have to see or hear anything you don't want to see or hear yeah, on true. there. So It's already so tailor-made so, to a person who wants so to you're not, not hear. So it doesn't make sense. That doesn't pass the smell test, right? That It's not intellectually honest to say, 
oh, I, I'm afraid of that that hate speech and whatever, because you don't have to be exposed to it if you don't want to. Well, just to play devil's advocate, they're not talking about it, themselves. It makes, they're it talking makes, about it being allowed in general. It makes much more sense if what we're talking about is what what it's going to become or what it's going to return to is just being a fair system of balanced scales where your ideas can be fairly weighed against other ideas in your real afraid of them being fairly weighed on the scales. Exactly. That's what your real fear exactly. is. Exactly. That's the only thing that makes sense because nobody has to be on Twitter. They're already they're already fleeing the ship, right? They don't have to be there. And even if you choose to be there, you don't have to be exposed to any voice or idea that you don't want to. Yeah. I'll be honest, I'm not going to tell you what they are, but there's hashtags that I have blocked. <laughs> Cuz there's some things that that I just don't just need, need to be on my feed. Don't need to see it. Just don't need to be on my feed. Yeah. Uh, right. But I don't like. I curate who I follow. Right. But I'm not a big time like block or ban hammer. Or I don't want to hear this person or see that. Like I'm not afraid of opinions I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Why would I be? Yeah. If yours and, were trash. Right. Well, <laughs> and, well, and that's the thing. If if I was, wouldn't that say more about how I feel about yeah. what I believe? Yeah than mm. about what they're saying. Right. I think it's a fear of, I don't know, honestly, I, it's a spectrum, right? Because the, the thing is, we can't put everyone with a contrary opinion into one basket. It's such a spectrum, right? Yeah. You'll meet very reasonable people with some wild opinions and they have, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, um, but, well, yeah, that's, that's the, the other thing, right? We're way more segmented than we think, right? Like, yeah, exactly. It's, it kind of does a, dis- a disservice that everybody's got to kind of fall in line with this two-party system, yeah. right? There's lots that I don't agree with with Democrats. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, there's a little something we can we can agree on. Yeah. Uh, particularly like old school Democrats, like you know, John Kennedy. He'd have to run as a Republican right now if he wanted to run for president. Isn't that funny? Right? Um, but so, but there's stuff I don't agree with with Republicans. I'm not. I haven't called myself a Republican for a long time. I'm registered as a Republican because my state has restricted primaries. Dude, I went independent, and then I've realized right after I did it, frick. Now I can't vote in the primaries. The reason I'm not is because we have restricted uh, primaries and I want to be able to vote in, so in the primaries. Switch. I was just going to go uh, back. Just but, you know, I if, if I'm describing myself, I describe myself as a conservative libertarian, which we have people like Jason Alvarado who would say, oh, you can't be a conservative and a libertarian. Yes, I can. I do it. You're looking <laughs> at one right here. Might be the only one. Don't know. Um, right. But so because I'm not locked up with, with libertarians yeah. either. Right. Part of what it is that I think where, where they meld the two is there's so many things that can like there's ideas that are that I think should be conserved. That's where the traditions think, yeah. you know, societal norms that I think yes. should be conserved. But a lot of them, I think need to be cons- like outside that of the, should, of the government. Yes. There you go. Right. Like I need to be convincing as time people goes to on be kill, that way. I'm, I'm getting more and more there. And, well, and that's where, uh, you know, like, um, John Adams, uh, there's a, a quote attributed to him that's, uh, so I'm, if I'm paraphrasing, it's only slightly, but, uh, our constitution is unfit to govern any other than a Christian nation. The point being, you can take the word Christian out of it. You could say unfit to govern any other than a moral nation if the Christian part turns you off. But the idea being that, uh, people could only be like successfully be as free as we were intended to be under our constitution if they're them if they're self-policing if there's morals inherent in the people yeah that are that are keeping them so that they understand the responsibilities right. that come with their rights right um if you there, there's things there's amendments that needed to happen to our constitution not all of the amendments we have should have been passed um but uh you know 
uh, obviously everyone being equal under the eyes of the law needed to be enshrined, right? All, all this different stuff. So I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not a person that thinks we should have stopped after the Bill of Rights or anything like that, but um, there, there's some amendments that I, that I toss for sure. Um, but if you, if you wanted to keep the good amendments, what I would call the good amendments and throw out the bad ones and revert to the old constitution, it'd be, it'd be a wreck. It'd almost be anarchy because we'd be too free and we're not moral enough anymore <laughs> as a people. We're not, we're not like you, we have to see a return to, to morality before we can ret- we could ever return to that much freedom because it just wouldn't work because when you're that free, you've got to police yourself. Yeah. Right? It's like, a, you know, a, a kid that grows up in a super strict household and, you know, goes away to college that first time and loses their freaking mind, <laughs> right? Because it's like they just weren't prepared for it. They weren't self, they, they weren't taught to self-police at all. The parents were doing all the policing mm. and now they've got all this freedom. It'd be interesting to see what that would look like today. And uh, it, it just, it just goes, uh, just goes crazy. So um, it, it's going to be interesting. I, I hope Elon sticks to his word. I hope like his intentions aren't anything beyond what he's saying. I of, agree. Let's make it transparent. If somebody's going to get banned, everybody's going to know why and what it was for. Mm-hmm. Let's get rid of the bots. Let's verify every. If you're on Twitter, you're there's a real human somewhere. Yeah. Um, whether or not you have to use your real name or not, like if it's just like you have to verify to them some somehow. Yeah. But man, taken away. But in, they can tell like based off like an email though, right? Uh, like if it's yeah. a verified email address. I don't know. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. I just I do like the idea of I, I don't I like the idea of you got to use your name. Mm. I mean, well, my little burner account's not my name. Yeah, it's some whatever name. But you think about so much of the vitriol that we do experience online. Yeah, not just Twitter, the, all of them. Reddit, everything. Yeah, once upon a, most of the, once upon a time, most of the stuff you had to say to somebody's face, and yeah. you'd get hit for it. People Probably don't stop saying I have a little fake burner because yeah. go, why'd you get rid of it? Well, I just didn't want any social interaction. I just wanted <laughs> yeah. to still follow like Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, and now all the Elon stuff. It's yeah. yeah. Um, so so I I hope that's it, and I I do think it's a good thing, and I do uh, I hope that the people that are that are upset about it and fleeing, I hope they do stay on Twitter. Like, keep your voice there. Yeah. You know, if Elon's not going to ban you, why ban yourself? Yeah. Stay At the end th- of the day, if you really believe in your ideologies and your standpoints and your everything, right? The way you think things should be. That's a very broad way to say it. But if you really believe in it, if you really believe in it, you should be excited to put it next to the opposition. Yeah. You should be. Yeah. If you really believe in it, like if it's that. real, yeah. I mean, you should be like, bring it on. And the reality is 90% of people on this side of the spectrum, I don't want to use the word right or whatever. Right, but I feel that ninety percent of the people on this side are hungry to put it right up against the best of the best yeah. on the other side, and you can't say the same the other way. No, so yeah, it's it'll be it'll be interesting. So seriously, I just but at the heart of it, all of the the seriousness side of it and the societal impacts, I do just love it. I just I do just love that there's this crazy freaking Tony Stark character I'm out there in the world. You man, you know, you know what it made me think of? It's so crazy. Like the the scene from uh, was it uh, Batman versus Superman or was it Justice League where he buys the farm back for yeah. Clark? Yeah. And Clark's like, "How'd you get it back from the bank?" And he just says, "I bought the bank." Yeah. <laughs> well, I never Wally. seen like, either. It's, I think that was Batman versus Superman. It's such a G move, man. Yeah. I bought the bank. Or yeah. even, you know, go back to Dark Knight trilogy where, uh, hotel. you know, like the girls are in the, the in the fountain at the hotel. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think it'll be okay. I own the hotel. Yeah. Which one was that? Dark Knight uh, Rises? Begins. Oh, yeah. Begins. That's a good one. I yeah. Like that. So, I mean, like the... Hey, have you watched The Batman yet? It's on HBO Max. Uh, I haven't, but I still have your login, so I should. should. It was yeah. pretty good. I saw it the other day. You liked it? 
I liked it. Where do you rate him on the levels of Batman? Well, I thought he did a real good job, like being not himself. Like, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. now granted, I never saw like all of the Twilights or anything, but like, I feel like that's a bad uh, comparison. No, it's a those are bad movies to rate his acting levels. Well, my point is just that he didn't see he seemed like a different person in yeah. the Batman, okay, that, which yeah. I think is awesome. I'll say like we brought it up when it came out. Like you went and saw it right away, I think. And I, all I had seen really is Ben Shapiro and some other feedback mm-hmm. of talking about the wokeness. You said you didn't pick up. On oh my gosh, that that there was one line in there, man, that I. T- <laughs> Oh, I'm about to flip my table, bro. I was like, can you but stop this? I didn't think it was crap. that big of a deal. I did because it, look, it, it's not a big deal on its own, but it was so it was like it was like um like a neon yellow in the midst of black and uh, black and I white mean, it image. Felt, it was such I a say, so, if, I was like it, forced it, as heck. That felt forced. That's the problem. It yeah. like okay, if you're gonna like, I don't agree with it. It's not my mind. It's not whatever. But Blend it's it when it's nicely. just it's just shoehorned literally in. smacked it's in the, there. I'm like, what? The? You know, it's the girl power scene yeah. from from Avengers. I mean, it's just. Like it's so. Are you nah. sexist, Kale? Uh, you don't think all the female superheroes at one particular moment <laughs> would just randomly end up, right? It's um, cool, but you know. Whatever. I mean, I wasn't against it. But I was like, okay, that was. Clearly it just doesn't forced. take. It doesn't help me take whatever now seriously I, that you're trying to get across. It's I like, mean, this whoa. is a bit of a sidetrack. I did really like of the girl superheroes. I did like that one that uh, Jada Pinkett Smith was playing that had the spear. She was really cool. Whoa! But uh, but anyway, keep so, my. <laughs> All the remixes of that oh, are yeah. so funny. Dude, I feel, I, at this point, I feel bad for him because oh. he's just tanking. And if you, well, you see the stuff that's come out afterwards, that dude's hostage. That dude, he, like, somebody needs to break him free and get him. Will Smith needs help. He needs to be, oh, he needs yeah. to be rescued. Yeah, that lady uh, is but anyways, that dude over. But the, the common thing that I have heard since then, like, I haven't heard a lot of the, the woke commentary, but the one, like, consistent thing I've heard is that Robin, Robert Pattinson just killed it as Batman. I've oh, heard yeah. a, I've heard a lot of people say like he's my favorite of all the Batman. I, I think mm-hmm. he's my favorite. That's Batman. what my my brother and sister in law said. Which is a hard sell. Like in my heart of hearts, still like the the Dark Knight series was fantastic, incredible movie oh, making. Yeah. Right, like had it was it was better movie making from like an actual like a quality movie could win award standpoint than the Marvel movies. Right, the Marvel movies are incredible; they're a phenom under themselves, but they're not going to win Oscars. Mm-hmm. Right, Dark Knight was this was this awesome thing, but still in my heart of hearts, Michael Keaton is Batman. No, yeah, I still it like was that such one. a different take. It was so awesome. It was that intelligent Bruce Wayne, not that muscle ninja Bruce Wayne. Um, and yeah, just the the Prince soundtrack. So it's for any. It's been impossible thus far for anybody to overcome. Like you're not going to beat him as Bruce for me. Though I'll give I'll give Pattinson his his opportunity. Yeah, uh, text, text me once you watch. I'll, I'll, I'll hear what, you, I'll what you think. I mean, let's watch it right now, guys. What are we doing? Um, <laughs> I need to go. My tooth is starting to hurt. But, uh, no, it's Forget only five and a half hours long. It'll be fine. Oh my it's two God. hours and fifty five Like yeah, it was, yeah, I'm not a movie guy. And any yeah, whatever. It's but um, his his Bruce in this was on screen maybe what five minutes total. What do you mean who? Pattinson's Bruce. But it's just, I, it's going to be hard to overcome Michael Keaton. And I don't know if any, any villain in any superhero movie will ever surpass Heath Ledger. Ever. Yeah, no. no, you could put a cap on that one. Oh, oh my gosh. Done. That debate's done. But I uh, think it seems I wish like we, so I, far. I wish we could have seen the rest I'm of his I'm watching that career. tonight now that you said that. I'm watching The Dark Knight tonight. Gosh. That sounds good. I wish we could have seen the rest of his acting career. <laughs> Don't get me started, uh, dude. That's, it's a, that's I always a thought one. the rumor was he was so plagued by that role, he killed himself. But it was he was already making another movie yeah. when he yeah. accidentally no like it, it was it was it fake. was legit medications yeah. it was a legitimate accidental overdose yeah which is super sad just yeah did you watch that documentary that came out a couple years ago about him uh uh-uh. 
I forget where I watched it, but it was actually a really good documentary. Yeah. And it like, I think his family was part of it. So they were like, no, he wasn't sad over playing the Joker and wasn't d- disturbed in his life. He just, he made a mistake. Yeah. He, he had like insomnia. I think he couldn't, he just legit couldn't sleep. Dude, we, we are, I mean, clearly Josh, you're going to have to make the rounds to talk Apple with me. Like that's going to be sure. some definite podcast return sure. stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, it's not like John's going to come talk Marvel movies with me and, uh, John ain't going to talk any movies, Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness. Is, that next it's week. real close. Gosh, it looks so good. I got my tickets, bro. Gosh, it looks so good. And Dr. The, Strange movie comes out. Yes, week. Yeah. Dude. It, the one that was shown after. Yeah. 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 Dude. Spider-Man. Dude, you need to make an exception. This movie no, looks no, no. like, Look, Hey, no. Oh yeah. Fire. You're not, oh, but I was, we're done talking actually. Cause John doesn't even care. No, about, about what? Marvel. No, you oh we're not getting oh. back into this no that was easy no oh I'll calm down jonathan what did the therapist say <laughs> he's just kidding um uh, no listen spider-man listeners. was was amazing no way home yeah it was amazing I and know. so yeah so if you're talking about that i didn't know that movie comes out so well, soon dr strange mm-hmm. I'll, I'll it doesn't it. it doesn't have this vibe in the trailers but the buzz had had been for a, for a while leading up to this that it, horror pl- movie? that it played like a legit horror movie so like they're not playing that up in the trailer, so I but wonder. Marvel has I wonder if they be, made a pivot on that. They maybe that, or Marvel has also been known to manipulate their trailers. Yeah, to make you think one thing. Because like there was, I saw, I didn't read the article, but there was like a picture of Wong in front of a bunch of people. Yeah, and they're like this clearly looks fake. Yeah, so maybe they it's someone else but, in front and they swap. I mean, it. Benedict Cumberbatch is a G. Elizabeth oh, yeah. Olsen is a G. Yeah, neither of them are hard on the eyes. No. It's gonna be a fantastic Sherlock, movie. Or is it home? Yeah, just Sherlock. What's Sherlock? His? Yeah, yeah. S- the BBC. Yeah, yeah. I had to buy oh it. Oh my on gosh, iTunes. it's so good. You man. can't stream it anywhere. No, but it's fantastic. So I bought the first season. BBC's yeah. like that. Every once in a while, the Brits stumble on a good show and they love to lord that over <laughs> us. You can't you have can't it. You can't find it anywhere, or they'll release it. Like Downton Abbey would release a year, like eighteen months earlier yeah. in the UK, because every once in a while they land on a decent show. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh, yeah. take that. And I'm yeah. like, whatever, tea drinkers. Nobody cares. They're yeah. mad that if you make it here, you make it everywhere. So, no. yeah. No. So, I'm not going to lie. I like Down Abbey, too. Like, that when they got it, they got it. Yeah, I, I, I understand. But <laughs> Sherlock, man, it's so, that yeah. series He's is the so star, good. right? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. cool. He's Sherlock. In it. Yeah. It's Sherlock. him. And I can't remember his name, but you'll know the guy that plays uh, Watson. He's from um, The Hobbit. He's the Hobbit guy. Martin Friedman. Among other things. Yeah. He's, he's good. I would say he was in Marvel. Marvel, what did he play? He was one of the agents. He had a very small role. He's not memorable. I probably would recognize him. I'd say he was in Love Actually, too, but everybody was in Love Actually. But everybody with a British accent, anyways. (laughs) Um, Oh, man, that makes me think of uh, another sad one. Uh, Gosh, uh, I feel bad. I can't remember his name right now, but the dude who played Snape, that's another one. I can't believe he's Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Yeah. I Harvey loved him and everything. Did you guys ever watch the movie Galaxy Quest? No. No. It was, was that with Tim Allen? Yes. I think I watched it as a kid on when Netflix, not a kid, but him. when Netflix first started doing streaming, it Did was on Did you see Tim Allen's street, Alan. Uh, tweet? Uh-uh. About Twitter, you should look it up. It's hilarious. Alan Rickman, Sigourney Weaver's in that. It was a good movie. I don't know if it holds Sig- up, but it was good at the time. So. Yeah, Tim Allen, he tweeted uh, <laughs> about the Elon Musk buyout, but it was something about like... Uh, I wonder how soon we can tweet the words Biden laptop or whatever yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, but I'm yeah. scrolling for a minute here on his feed should be at the top, dude. He don't tweet like that. Um, oh yeah. 
The little bird, oh, um, the little Twitter bird has a new owner. Wonder how long it will take for the new shadow ban council to prevent me from saying stuff like Hunter Biden laptop or even provocative Tesla and car fart app. <laughs> love it when my love it when driving my mom. I wonder if I'm going to need to because uh, uh, like uh, pretty much our entire social media presence is Instagram, but I've got it cross posting to Twitter. Oh yeah, cool. Let me to cha- I might need to change that direction up. Why? Uh, because Instagram not owned by Elon Musk, oh. not not interested oh, no. in an equal airing but of that's, voices. But that's so. uh, that's this guy though. That's so find Robot us on man. find us on Twitter and uh, Zuck. So, no, What's there, Zuck up to, uh, man? The meta fail. The meta fail. What, what's funny is there is some I I didn't catch what state or which name, but one of the Democrat senators now all of a sudden is very concerned um, about billionaires owning all of our means of of uh, communication not so bef- like not before like though, you right? didn't mind before it was yeah, Elon. Yeah. you were okay with it go. when it was zuckerberg and you were right. okay with it when it was bezos Dude, and yeah. uh, but um, now it's very very troubling <laughs> very it was uh, you know I, I had talked about it with uh uh you know callback it eric like it was just going to be a matter of time uh you know you hear this word oligarch all the time in the russian news and it actually means something and makes sense uh but i'm like you're 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 gonna start hearing it here the democrats are gonna start calling our rich people oligarchs 100 percent. and you've already you've heard it from bernie and now it's you know we can't let these you know it's not okay for these oligarchs to you're mm. it's you're already <sighs> you're already hearing it yeah well. so <sighs> isn't the verbiage great but uh not to make it the all elon podcast but i can't i can't can't send Josh off without talking some freaking dope space stuff. Well, my tooth pain is <laughs> increasing, so make it quick, buddy. Uh, so, a we went out to uh, Jade and I went out to the the beach. So there, there's you can get pretty close to like the launch pads at Kennedy on on the beach, uh, mm-hmm. right? Like the Canaveral National Seashore. So so we went out there while SLS was still on the pad. Now, mm-hmm. just yesterday they they've been doing a bunch of wet dress rehearsals. They just rolled it back to the VAB to address some things, but it was out on the pad when we went out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll I'll post some of the pics that I got even at that distance just with the iPhone mm. from uh, like from where we could be. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! It's it is huge. a giant freaking rocket. I mean, it's like looking <laughs> at the old footage of seeing the Saturn V on the pad. It's just wow. insane. It's just beastly. Uh, I do. Oh God, I want to see that thing launch so bad. So it's looking right right now. The earliest possible launch date for it. They're addressing the issues. Like that's why they were testing. Right? Try. You know, see what's not working. Right? But it's looking like maybe an August launch. And mm. man, I, I just like you guys have been around for long enough. You can remember shuttle launches. I don't know if you guys ever actually went over to the coast to mm. to watch one. But those solid rocket boosters, man, like it rattles you to the core. Mm-hmm. And the solid rocket boosters are bigger on SLS. Oh, wow. Like they're one section bigger mm-hmm. than the shuttle boosters were. And then the shuttle had the three. Uh, How does this work? You have to buy tickets or something? No, you just, you just drive. You it. I mean, it's just public roads and stuff. There's some that. there's some viewing areas that aren't public. I'm guessing for SLS's first launch, that'll all be VIP. You probably won't be able to get to any of that. Yeah. But I mean, you can just go park along the road and stupid and, oligarchs, and whatever. Be there. Freaking oligarchs, democratic um, oligarchs. You have to but <laughs> but then on top of that, so at the same time that uh, so SLS's first mission will be uh, unmanned, Artemis One. They're just going to send the capsule out around the moon unmanned and bring it back. It's basically a test mission. Like it's nothing. But I it's still it's still a human like it's still a human rated flight vehicle, right? So it's sitting out there with Orion on it, out on the pad doing its wet dress rehearsal, right? So that's out on pad. Uh, 39A. But then, so out on 39B, uh, they've still been launching Falcon 9s, and so 
there's been two times now while it was out there that they had a Falcon 9 with a Dragon capsule sitting on 39B. So 39A and B, both with human-rated vehicles sitting on them for the first time since like 2009, since the last time there were two shuttles sitting there. And so, and then now, um, so things have kind of slowed down as far as the launch cadence with Starship, the big, big, big one that SpaceX is building out in Texas because there's slowdowns with the government, the EPA, all this stuff, getting their orbital launches approved. So in the meantime, when they first started doing Starship, the idea was that they were going to build them in Texas and out at the Cape. And it was kind of be a competition, uh, you know, create a little healthy competition. And it just kind of took off down there and they didn't do much over here. Like they actually make the heat tiles over mm. in like Titusville and ship them mm. out to Boca Chica. But so now with things slowing down there and the fact that everything out at the Cape is already orbital launch approved. So now they've resumed. So SpaceX is building out like massive new manufacturing facilities out at the Cape. And they're building, like if you've seen the images of the, the giant, they call it or whatever, Maxilla mm-hmm. launch tower out in Boca Chica. So they're building a duplicate of it mm-hmm. out on pad 39B. Wow. So right next to where like all the shuttles launched, right next to where Apollo launched, that pad's still there because they're still launching Dragons and Falcon Heavies from it. And right next to it is going to be that giant tower for Starship, and they're going to be able to build Starships out there. That's dope. Oh, my. Dude, I cannot. The fact that we, like, you can be at one place and you can watch SLS and Starship launch is insane. So so the design here, that launch tower, so Starship's two-stage, right? Massive, super heavy booster, and then Starship on top. Uh And they're both designed to be reusable. That's the big change, right? Like, that's never been done in this class of rocket. Actually, nobody's done reusable, even like uh, the Falcon 9s. Not everything's reusable because you lose the, the second stage. Everything about Starship's reusable. But the way the tower is designed, the super heavy booster comes back and lands at the tower. The tower catches it. So you're going to go out there and watch this giant, uh, this giant booster take off with whatever it's going to end up having under it, 27, 29 engine of these Raptor 2 engines, and then come back and land and get caught by the launch tower. That's kind of dope. It's the freaking future. And then Elon will tweet about it on Twitter, which he owns. Oh, my gosh. Full circle. (laughs) I did see uh, somebody at work forward me uh, an image that uh, it was like a screen cap or something today that uh, somebody said, if Elon doesn't rename Twitter my SpaceX, this was all for nothing. Oh, my gosh. That's powerful. Yeah. Wow. Or just change the logo to the Tesla T. Or a Shiba Shiba Inu. All right. I'll I'll end it. I'll end it with, with this one last time. You should have had the boys to men song ready. The um, it's so hard to say goodbye. It's not that hard because I'm doing it. Oh, I did think of playing this song and said, "Keep talking about space, Kel. Go ahead." Uh, no, I. Well, I was pretty much done. I was all Just I hold it real, real quick. Was, the place I work at, someone, it's yeah. like car customization stuff. Dude, this guy with the Model Y, he had us remove like the dual mode or whatever. Yeah. He slapped an, a shiny black SpaceX logo right there in the corner. Subtle. Yeah. Beautiful, man. It's dope. It's dope. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I love you. I'm a fan. I yeah. wasn't even a week ago, but now I am. Yeah. No, it's uh, he's it's just it's just awesome stuff that they're that they're doing. And so I'm I'm a fan. There's they're cool. But I mean, they're not the only ones. It's part of what is cool about Tim Dodd. He's like just pro team space. Like he loves to see like Russian rockets launch. I'm not that guy. Yeah. 
I'm not that guy, but <laughs> I am down. Like I love watching ULA have successful launches, and I want to see ULA uh, United Launch Alliance. So it's a, a kind of Tori Tori Bruno is their CEO. Awesome, awesome guy. <laughs> um, are you just determined to get uh, canceled? Like just we're taken off the air for? Oh, is this the right song? Kale, thinking? he's leaving. It's his last episode. Yeah, this is it. Okay, but only like Picture, five like, seconds of anything. Slowly Please. push uh, pictures of my face in burn style, slowly <laughs> zooming in, I black and white. I just want to say every edit I thought was amazing, man. So uh, <laughs> we're about to make a pitch for you to help rescue dogs. That's why we're playing yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's uh, okay. 10 cents a month. But no, so um, ULA's United Launch Alliance there. It's a, a joint venture between Lockheed and Boeing. So that's who builds the Atlas Five. Um, the Delta Four Heavy, but their new rocket, the Vulcan, is kind of displacing both of those really cool rockets. So I'm excited to see that launch. Like Jeff Bezos, not really my guy, but he's doing cool stuff at Blue Origin. Like the new Shepard rocket is awesome. I want to see the new Glenn launch. I, I want to see other stuff going on. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Rocket Labs doing awesome stuff. Actually, I think it's tomorrow. They're doing like their first. Um, like first stage recapture. So they fly their electron rockets, the only rocket that uses um, electric fuel pumps, which is amazing for a rocket engine. Uh, but the, so they're turning their first stage around, bringing it back down. It's going to be parachuting down and they're going to catch it with a helicopter. Have they tested it yet? Yes. Oh man. They haven't like live Showtime. action done it. So they've like taken the boosters up and dropped them and yeah. caught it. So like this booster is falling back from space. It's under parachute. They're going to come and hook the chute. Now it is a copter like a, device, right? So this is not like a timed thing. They no, could just be there. This is a helicopter okay, and yeah. some, somebody's going to pilot that helicopter and hook the parachute and catch the booster. Jeez. Like it's a freaking cool <laughs> time in aerospace. I'm telling you, bro. It, like life has real. never more not in my lifetime has never before more felt like uh, like we're in an era that will be in the textbooks thoroughly like this is this is thomas well, edison like this said is, that it feels uh, well, like i'm, it, I'm it feeling feels, it it, does, it feels like things are going one of two ways though like either we're about to have nuclear winter in armageddon and it's going to be the end of all things mm -hmm. and uh, you know for us sitting in this room we're going to hear a trumpet blow and a deuces um Slide or up. or we're going to learn our lesson, pivot away from the bull crap, make a hard turn, and we're headed for some really awesome times. But I don't feel like it's going to be in between. I don't feel like there's going to be yeah, anything. I, I agree. Medi mediocre. It's uh, this way or that way. So time, time will tell, and, and we'll, we'll cover it all here on the... Well, I will, I you guess. Will. I will. <laughs> yeah. Right here on the, the Solid uh, 7 I podcast. will with my Patreon. Now, will I, as soon as we hit the record button this evening, am I going to go and, you know, change my email signature from co-host to host? Of course. Sure. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, you know, but... Uh, Man. So. But, you know, we'll we'll be here. Josh yes. will come back. He'll visit. What would be interesting to me, what would be funny, is if you, like, actually got interested and listened to the podcast. <laughs> like, dude, I want to come on. Now that you're, now that you're uh, not going to be subscribed on Patreon. Be on it. So, yeah. no, we're, we're sad. It's a bummer. But, uh, you know, the only constant is change. That's and, true. Uh, that is very true. Time marches on, and we'll keep going. And uh, listeners, even though Josh is abandoning <laughs> me, uh, my hope is that uh, you won't, and that now you'll be even more more likely to tell your friends uh you know maybe bidets aren't your thing yeah uh, you're like thank god i honestly so, i would have shared the podcast more but it's just the bidet talk i can't share yeah, with my I friends get it. i get yeah. it that's why i feel like i'm just gonna what if i just start my own <laughs> podcast called yeah. the bidet hotline <laughs> and today's episode this is episode 494 where we talk about the water squirtage so the new, <laughs> I, was, the I was about to say you could call your podcast warm squirts yeah what's up <laughs> 
Oh gosh. Oh, well, man. dude, legit. It's been fun. You're gonna come back. You're not gone yeah. forever. We're yeah. not done being friends. I'm and of I'm, course I mean I like am. with your wife and your dog and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah, that's over. Um yeah. but uh I appreciate it. Appreciate all the hard work. Um, you know, the logo lives mm. on mm, uh in t shirt form. The logo made it onto Tim Kennedy's social media. What that's what? true. A man that fought Anderson Silva. That's a that's a thing that happened. And so uh we'll miss you, but you'll be around. Yes sir. And uh John will John will come back around. He's in, yeah. now that his uh Patreon has restarted, I will invite him back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so we'll 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 keep it going and uh next week uh, because I wanted to ease you guys in, mm-hmm. uh, Professor Rebecca Strangarity hey. will, uh, will be our guest we'll next week. Talk crap about me the whole it'll time. Just, uh, it'll just, it'll be a natural. It, it'll just, it'll just feel like, it'll just feel like home. It'll be okay. I love that. That's yeah. awesome. It'll Good be, timing. It'll be common uh, voices. Yeah. Well, I am a trained, uh, trained professional, <laughs> sir. It was. <laughs> We're doing it for fifty some weeks. That booking was no accident. Yeah. So, but uh, Becca will be back, and we'll hope you'll join us. And uh, you know, hopefully, some some cool stuff coming. So, so stick with us. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Always, always appreciate the support in all its forms. Of course, the money's nice. The Patreon is nice. But uh, man, we're super thankful for uh, a review, a like, a share. Reviews make a big difference. Uh, you know, even just kind of reposting the social media, telling a friend. Um, like that all all that stuff uh all that stuff helps so really appreciate that stop by the the website if you haven't ever uh you know i'm not gonna lie it's just a link tree but uh stop by solid seven podcast.com solid the number seven podcast.com uh always the the links to the latest episodes on whatever platform you like to listen to uh are on there are affiliate links for for go ruck so if you if you want to buy some of the world's toughest gear uh you want to sign up for for an event something like sandlot jacks that we've talked about uh you go through our link and uh they give us a, a little piece of that you want to be fueled by by jocko go uh or buy some american made apparel from origin maine you can go on there use our promo code solid7 uh gets you 10 percent off and again uh, we get something from that. We've come across lots of cool people uh, over this past year, Josh and I, um, lots of cool causes to support. Um, you know, we still, if you go all the way back to, I think, episode 15, uh, when we had my good friend uh, Jose Fajardo on, uh, you know, the link to Team Jose is on there. You can still keep up with his fight with ALS and help help support that financially. And uh, the Give Team and the work that Convoy of Hope is doing in Ukraine and uh, Chad 1000X and the Step Up Foundation. We keep links to all that stuff there, um, you know. Uh, the, those all those causes, all those foundations, still going on, still doing good things. Uh, you can find all our social media on there. Our very limited social media, but Instagram and Twitter on there. Uh, and if you do want to take the leap, become a, a Patreon supporter like John here. Mm. Um, that link's on there as well. And uh, hey, get yourself a better than average coffee mug. Mm-hmm. You won't you won't regret it. So appreciate you listening. Love you, Josh. Love you, Josh. Aww, Love, you. Yeah. Love you, Josh. We'll clap him. We'll clap him out. And listeners, we'll see you next week. I won't, but love you all. It was fun. Bye. Farewell. Farewell.